0: Kurt Vonnegut wrote, Practicing an art, no matter how well or badly, is a way to make your soul grow for heaven's sake. Sing in the shower, dance to the radio, tell stories, write a poem to a friend, even a lousy poem. Do it as well as you possibly can. You will get an enormous reward. You will have created something. That's from his collection of essays called A Man Without a Country. You're listening to Zen Sandwich, a podcast that encourages mindfulness, gratitude, and hopefully an occasional laugh. I'm Mark Reed, a former college professor and lawyer. Now I live in the countryside of Japan, make traditional Japanese paper, and try to make myself and the world a little better today than it was yesterday. I'm here twice a week, either with research and observations, or talking with inspiring, artistic, and influential people. The idea is to bring some calm and kindness to the world and help you do the same. Hey, here we are. Create something, folks. Get crazy with it. Be absurd. What the hell am I talking about this time? Creating stuff. No matter how small. Creating stuff not only gets at the essence of who you are, it is how you grow and develop who you are. And I mean grow even if you're 70 years old. What's in it for you this time? I'm talking about waking the fuck up. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for the, uh, the obscenity either. I don't mean waking up like being woke in woke culture. Not that stuff. Not politically woke up. I mean waking up and adding something new to the world. Again, however small. You know, I talk about mental exercises on the show, like meditation being just as important as physical exercise to keep your, your body and muscles fit. Uh, this could be categorized similarly, but I'm, I'm going to say that, that creation, creativity, creating stuff keeps your soul fit. Whatever you want to conceive of as your soul, and we all have an idea, your essence, your who you areness. Exercise it. Create stuff. I'm going to give you three reasons why, and then a small list of stuff you can do. I mean, not that you have to do all of them, just pick one. Before I create any more of this episode, let me briefly pause here and give a shout-out to Ikuko Matsuno. She recently became a supporter of the show on Patreon. Thank you so much, Matsuno-san. Every contribution helps, and it keeps the show going and growing. Sand has now been downloaded in 41 different countries as of uh, the recording of this episode. So here we go. Reason number one, why you should create stuff. And by create stuff, I mean anything from a journal entry to a poem or a drawing, a picture, a song that you make up off the top of your head. Reason number one, it expands your universe. It helps you see the big picture. When I was a kid, I, I must have been about like seven or eight years old. I uh, I wrote a small book. <laughs> I mean, I hardly qualifies as, as a book. It was about ten pages, but uh, but it was an illustrated book. I uh, drew pictures with it, and just to let you know how nerdy I I was as a kid uh it was about the revolutionary war <laughs> and so um, yeah uh, a riveting read i'm sure I, it's now lost uh but it uh but i do remember uh writing this book and drawing the pictures now i was hardly a historian it uh, or an adequate historian at 7 or 8 years old but i had somehow come across uh the war of independence and some picture somewhere and, and had some idea of who George Washington was and I remember drawing these pictures like war scenes <laughs> and uh, and writing dialogue and uh, it, it sounds a lot more impressive than it was trust me I, I'm sure this was just you know scribbles but I remember my mother being so proud of course and I mean you know as a mother would and should be but uh, it, it's nothing special but I remember, I I I really do remember my mind going, you know, wild with imagination, Uh, and then putting that imagination on paper, and putting words to what limited amount of words I had at seven or eight years old to my thought, and to those images that I was drawing, and. I'm pretty sure I wasn't historically accurate in whatever I, whatever I wrote, but it it tapped me into a sort of endless possibility, uh, a universe of endless possibilities. Let me put it that way. And I th- I think we still have access to that as adults. I think somewhere along the way, we've gotten this notion that if we allow our imaginations to be Absurd, or wild, or or free even. That we're being silly somehow, and that we shouldn't do that. That's nonsense. So what am I saying here? Don't spend your whole life in a cubicle, or an office, or just playing video games, or watching TV all the time, or sitting at a bar, or on social media. Take some time and create something. Expand your universe. See a bigger picture than what's just right in front of your face. You're only limited by your imagination. All right, reason number two. Creating something gives clarity to your thought and your feelings. Uh, I've recently been writing haiku. (laughs) It sounds strange for even me to say it. Uh, If you don't know what haiku is, it's a Japanese-style poem that's uh, five, seven, five. Five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. You don't have to write it in Japanese. You can, I don't. I, you, know, you, just write, you can write it in English in that format. And so it's a short poem. And you may think that that limits you because it, it confines you to just this simple five, seven, five structure. What that actually does is forces you to be very specific and concise and uh it wasn't until much later in life that i could even appreciate i remember learning about what a haiku is back when i was in i might have been in elementary or junior high school i was i was pretty young and i, w- I w- didn't think much of it you know it was uh, it took a long time before i could understand and appreciate it but now having created some i really see how powerful it is to Fit your thoughts in this five-seven-five framework. Now, I'll share one that I wrote recently, uh, not to show off. Oh, how great of a haiku poet I am, because I'm not. This isn't going in a book, and I'm certainly not going to uh, be famous for being a haiku poet. Um, that shouldn't be your motivation anyway. It shouldn't be. To, it's not to get fame or fortune, but to create something and to give substance and form to your imagination. That's the point, really. So I wrote one recently. I wrote several, but uh, this is the only one I'm going to share. here. (laughs) Um, My wife and I recently, uh, it's firefly season here in Japan, and we live by a stream where we, we moved recently. We now live by a stream. And so around 830 at night, these fireflies come out at this time of year. It's mid June when I'm recording this, and they put on an amazing show. So we went out one night, just the two of us, and there, we, we couldn't even record it. We tried to record it with a smartphone, and and uh, it it doesn't show up. Right? There was no way to capture it for not only to show someone else or just to look at it for ourselves. We couldn't. We could never see it again. So, soon thereafter, when we came back inside, I wrote this uh, haiku. I've built it up too much now. Now you're really going to think it sucks. (laughs) It's really going to be a letdown. (laughs) So here it goes, without further ado. Five, seven, five, right? Audience of two, where the sky's starry show ends, fireflies continue. You don't have to be Edgar Allan Poe or Walt Whitman, but... I had to capture that I didn't have to, but I wanted to capture that moment in this haiku poem. So, the audience of two, that's uh, my wife and I and we were looking up and it was a clear night, so the stars were uh were entertaining enough alone and then as you gaze down, there were all these fireflies that were that looked like the stars on were on the ground with us. It was just an amazing event. So, uh, well, I created this haiku to commemorate it, and that's it. Like I said, it's not going in a book. It's going in this podcast. That's about the only place it's going to be published, (laughs) but, uh, but you should do it too, and maybe you are a creative person. I, uh, I know actually several artists, and some of them listen to the show, so, uh, you keep doing what you're doing. If you, uh, if you don't take time out of your day to create something, start doing so. But if those first two reasons are not convincing enough for you, here is reason number three why you should create stuff. It reduces stress. It can be a form of meditation. Maybe you don't like regular formal meditation, sitting and being quiet and quieting your thoughts. That's fine. Paint something. I remember being in South Korea in 2003. I lived there for a year, and uh, I was—I got a little stressed out about a month into it because unlike my experiences here in Japan, uh, I hadn't studied any Korean. Like here, I speak some Japanese. I've minored in it so I can get around, but I, I was alone in Korea, and I don't regret it. It was one of the best years of my life, ultimately, but after about a month in I, I was kind of having the blues, the kind of uh, not not culture shock, just reality shock that I was going to be in Korea and I didn't know a whole lot of people yet at that time. And so I painted. I went to an art store. I don't speak Korean. They didn't speak English. So I just bought stuff. I just bought a canv- I bought several canvases I bought some oil paints and some paintbrushes. I didn't even know what I was buying, and I couldn't ask them to give me some direction on it. So I just winged it. (laughs) And of course, whatever I produced wasn't very good. None of the paintings from that time survived, thankfully. But uh, I have memories of them. And it actually later allowed me to have a, a little bit more confidence in doing it again. So later... I painted something else that uh one of which is, still exists. I gave it away as a present and to my knowledge it's still on that person's wall in their home. Again it's not going into a museum. I, I'm certainly not going to be. I've got a better chance of being a haiku poet than I do at a painter. But it was cathartic. It not only got me through that stressful time in Korea, it became a lasting memory. It eventually became a, a celebrated event and something that I would do uh, on other occasions. It's something I would do again. So if you're stressed out, paint something. That leads us to the five minutes in for this, this episode. What might you create? You don't have to uh, write haiku or buy canvas and paints and Paint something if you don't feel comfortable with that. But my suggestion to you would be to take one thing that you enjoy, whether it's photography or video or buy a journal. And you might be some dude listening to this and like, man, I'm not writing in some journal. I I hear you. I'm I'm not a journal writing guy either, you know. Get a journal and write about sports if you want to. You know, that creating art, creating something, it doesn't have to be a uh, a feminine enterprise. Make a sculpture. I used to want, oh, I still want to uh, do woodworking. I wish I had, had that skill. Uh, there might be some guy listening to this that does have that skill. Well, sculpt something. Get an Etch-A-Sketch. <laughs> I used to be quite the Etch-A-Sketch artist, actually. <laughs> uh <laughs> Anyway, pick something and create. You won't regret it. Who knows, you might even make a podcast. Ha ha. Uh, that's it. If you would like a venue to create something, go to com, the website, and take a look at it and write an article. Send it to me. At zensamich at gmail.com, and I'll publish it for you. Whatever it is you decide, continue to grow your soul and create something.